0: Hi, I'm Lauren Stiving, and welcome to part two of this career success podcast with Bob Phibbs. He is an internationally recognized business strategist, customer service expert, sales coach, marketing mentor, author of three books, and a motivational business speaker. He has been named one of the top retail influencers of 2018 and a top voice on LinkedIn. He has appeared on ABC, Fox, MSNBC, and he and his work have been featured in articles in the New York Times and the Wall Street Journal. We will be discussing the role which retailers have in food waste management and the recycling process. I'd like to shift a bit into another hot topic, which is around recycling and sustainability, and especially from the retailer side. I would like to understand from your opinion, what role do you think retailers have in the recycling process?
1: Well, let's face it. I mean, fast fashion is like one of the worst polluters of the environment around. The dyes and all of the things that go into it. Let's also be honest. You know, I kind of scratch my head with people that talk about recycling and how important it is. And they get on this bandwagon and then I I say, well, what are you doing with all these Amazon boxes that you're ordering from? It's like, oh, well, that's just my convenience. It's like, but that's worse because you've got boxes twice as much as you need because you could have just gone to the store and get it. Well, it's about my convenience. So I think people are willing to say something. And when it really comes to brass tacks that they have to change behavior, I don't think they show it. But I've certainly seen, you know, let's face it, if you're a retailer and you're not following a progressive social action you're probably going to be left behind because the smart ones the targets the walmarts they all understand that sustainability is really important to igens and to millennials they certainly want to keep the appearance that they're doing something to help and i certainly applaud all of that you know i attended a uh, my nephew's graduation got his phd at uci in irvine and the valedictorian said you know in your generation it was acceptable to have pollution." In my generation, we just say they didn't finish the equation yet. And I thought that was so brilliant because there's a new group of young people out there that realize there's a lot of waste, a lot of ways we could do it. I think you want to support it. But again, that's not going to make you the most successful retailer. It's a nice to have. I think it's great. But when you start coming, you know, I went into a place and was like, you know, this is all made from recycled bamboo. It's like, I don't give a damn. If it doesn't look good, if it doesn't feel good, if I'm not even interested, I'm certainly not going to buy something because somebody tells me it came from, you know, recycled something. What I care about is, does it fit well? Does it meet? oh, yes, and it is sustainable or, oh, yes, it is from renewable resources or, oh, yes, you know, you can plant it and it becomes a tree, whatever that's going to be. That's wonderful. But don't mistake that as the unique reason why somebody needs it. And that's what brings me back, again, to having a branded customer service experience. Because you understand your goal is to convert the casual looker to become a buyer. And then you can make them feel better about their purchase, certainly. But it's not the main thing I think most people would go in for.
0: Yeah, do you think that it would... Drive market share if if it was done very well? Do you think people would end up choosing one retailer over their competitors because of it?
1: Well, that's Patagonia, right? I mean, Patagonia is like, don't buy what you don't need. Their whole thing is recycling, and they have a huge mission about it. It's organic, it's who they've always been. It's not some new shirt they put on. This is who they are. So, you know, I think it's great. But again, most of those brands have already carved that niche out. So, the danger of just becoming a me too, I think is pretty great. Yeah. You know, first, first to market, like when in the States, when REI said, take the day off after Thanksgiving, everybody's like, wow, that's game changing. That's amazing. And then other people are like, well, we're taking the day off too. It's like, yeah, but we all remember REI because they were the first <laughs> ones or Starbucks, you know, there were other specialty coffee chains that were out there, Pete's and some other ones, but we remember Starbucks. They were first to market to actually do, what some of these other little guys had. So I would say it certainly is a strong trend. It's certainly everywhere we see, and you're not going to lose sales because you're doing that. I mean, imagine the other side, we're trashing the environment and we're happy about it. I mean, no one's going to do that, right? So it's great that you can say it, but I just say, it's not your top three reasons someone's going to buy something, I don't think.
0: And what about in terms of food waste? Because that's something that, I mean, it's inevitable that Grocery stores have food waste. How responsible do you think they are in in the process?
1: Well, you know, it's funny you say that because when I was at National, I was getting ready for our call here today. And when I was at the Innovation Lab, there's a company called Flash Food. That's all one word. And what they do is they're a mobile marketplace. So they're going to allow your grocers to sell surplus items at a discounted price. Okay. It's going to cut down on food waste. So what it is is um, you have, you know, expiration dates are going off. So you've got milk, you might have yogurt, you might have meat, you might have different vegetables because it's all continues coming in there. You put it in a 10 pound crate. They have a refrigerator at the front service desk. And I think it's like for $5, you can come in there. If you've got a mobile app, you can come in there and buy whatever is in there for $5 and, you know, they could take it home. So a whole group of people that could never have afforded that food are able to have access to it. I think they said they've already kept something like 5 million pounds of fresh food and uh, out of the dumpsters. Okay. And so flash food, I think, is really the smart way to go. You know, in France, they started with the ugly fruit that they were going to sell the stuff that was a little messed up. But I think this whole idea of how do we add another market and make things more affordable, I think, is really smart. When I said I was there at flash food, I was surprised at what a brilliant idea it was that we haven't been doing this for 30 years. You know, it's like it has no value to you and the chance that someone's going to happen to go through the aisle and try to find it and pick it up is very rare. Or you put it on a Metro rack in the back that it's discounted. Whereas if you put it at the front, you market it. Now you've got a whole new customer coming in mm-hmm. and it's not going to cannibalize your sales. And you know, if you're going to make a dinner that night or you're going to a group, you know, maybe have Boy Scouts or I don't know, whatever it would be, why not use it? And then ultimately, you can be teach them the same thing of sustainability and limit waste. I mean, all the way around, I think it works.
0: Yeah, So is this flash food partnering with the retailer, or where yes. do they get the space? Okay, they so do they
1: partner with the retailer.
0: Okay, so they have space in the front of the store then.
1: Yeah, yeah, they have the refrigerators. And I, on my YouTube channel for the Retail Doctor, I have a video interview with uh, their CMO there that you can find. Okay the ability to hear them make the pitch much better than i can today
0: (laughs) cool well i will definitely go and check that out well bob thank you so much for joining us today for your insights i'm sure our listeners will find your opinions very interesting most of our listeners are from the consumer goods side and always interested in in what's going on on the retail side so thank you so much
1: absolutely thanks for joining me and i encourage you if you're looking to create an exceptional experience check out salesrx.com. That's my online retail sales training program. And if you'd like to have me come speak to your group or conference, we'd appreciate that by visiting retaildoc.com, D-O-C.com. Thank you. Thanks, Lauren.